infinite. Amen? Wow, just a great big God. Hallelujah. Let's turn in our Bibles today. We're going to go right into it. Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 1. Praise God. Just one verse today, but there will be a lot more as we go, okay? Again, so glad to see all of you here. You're coming to, to God's house says something about you, and uh, we love you here at the house. I don't care what you've done, what you've said, what somebody said about you. Amen? We're not here to see through you. We're here to see you through. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. In this freedom, Christ has made us free and completely liberated us. Everybody say the next two words. Stand fast then and do not be hampered and held ensnared, King James says entangled, and again to a yoke of slavery which you have once put off. Wow, Paul is, you know, the entire book of Galatians, he's writing to the church there at Galatia that he founded. There's some problems going on. He's preaching liberty in Christ Jesus. And some of the Judaizers are coming around back behind him, and they're trying to put people back under the law, the Gentiles. So it round and round goes the, the merry-go-round. They're teaching the Gentiles to submit to the Jewish laws and traditions, even to the point of circumcision. And, uh, you know, Paul is not happy with it. Amen? But it's a cycle. It starts going round and round. Then Paul comes back in and says, no, Christ has set us free. From the law. Don't be entangled again. Amen. With the law and all the doings of the law. You can never measure up. How many found out you can never measure up under the law? Amen. But in Christ Jesus, my righteousness is as filthy rags. I may never measure up and do it, dot every I and cross every T, but He has made me righteous. Amen. That's it. My faith in Him. For by grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourself, it is what? The gift of God. Now, come on, somebody preach with me today. Hallelujah. How many enjoying the gift of salvation? Hallelujah. Anybody in here been saved 50 years? Woo, we've got some. All right. Praise God. That's awesome, man. They've seen a lot and done a lot, right? Amen. And, and yet here we are still loving God. And we're not going back under the old law, are we? Hallelujah. So, you know, if you look at cycles, you look at the word cycle, it's an events that are regularly repeated. People today, many times I found in ministry, are stuck in cycles. Are you with me? Patterns, behavior patterns, on and on. We, you know, I happen to have gotten a degree many years ago in psychology, and we talk about behavior uh, uh, patterns and modifying the behavior and blah, blah, blah. How many of you know Jesus can modify and change everything? Amen. Amen. Praise God. You don't need a psychologist to tell you that. Amen. When he comes in, whoo, look out, look out. Amen. He can wash, he can cleanse, he can change you. How many of you were changed? 50, the ones that raised your hands 50 years. Yeah, he changed you, didn't he? Look at you and you still love him enough to be here in his house today. So, we're going to look at that. You know, there's some good cycles. I mean, you know, praise is a good cycle. I mean, like getting up in the morning and just giving God some praise. Amen. Woo! Hallelujah. How about prayer? Is that a good cycle to get into? Amen. How about church? Amen. How about exercise? <laughs> we'll find out where you're living today. It is good for you, they tell me, right? It is good for you. And I do uh, a little bit in the last several months. I've been walking about a mile every morning and doing a little bit of squats and a few little, what is it, planks? Anybody do planks out there? That's supposed to really, you know, the, the, the push-ups and stuff. But anyway, trying to stay in, that's a good cycle. Uh, uh, sleep, anybody like sleep? Is that a good cycle? Amen. I love sleeping, man, especially this time of year today. It was, anybody, was it, be honest, was it tough getting up this morning? Man, it's rainy outside and yet here you are, you're faithful to the house of God. That's a good cycle, amen, to come to God's house. And on and on goes the list. But, you know, there's also some bad cycles that people have in their lives. Sin, bondage, fear, shame, relationships, self-destructions, addictions, on and on goes the list. You know, 
If you look in the Old Testament, you see a pattern or a cycle of Israel. Seven different times in their history, uh, they would do evil, begin worshiping other gods, then the oppressors would come. So you see the cycle of sin, bondage, repentance over and over again. Sin, then bondage, then repentance. God would, you know, call them out, say, return unto me, and I will bless you. And eventually, God would raise up a man or a woman to lead them back into repentance and back into restoring proper worship to God. So we see these cycles playing out in Israel's history. You know, I believe God today wants to break some cycles of addictions, some habits, some control, double-mindedness, fear, depression, insecurities, and even rebellion. Hallelujah. Right here today in this place. You know, some are embedded Cycle. Some people have been embedded in a cycle so long they don't even realize they're in the cycle. It's just become a way of life. And we're going to look at some today as we go through the Word of God at different, one, at different ones. But some people have been even misidentified by these cycles in their life. People think of them, oh yeah, is that, yeah, he's the town drunk. <laughs> or he's the this. You see what I'm saying? Those labels that we put on people sometimes. I mean, you know, he may not be the town drunk. Drunk, he may be a mighty man of valor that God's wanting to use to reach that whole town. A change, a conversion. So don't allow anybody to put labels on you that misidentify you. Amen? Praise God, you are a champion. Say that. I'm a champion. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to break those cycles today. How many know Jesus is the cycle breaker? Amen? So let's dive off in here. We're going to look at three different uh, things here today. Number one. Point number one, stop making excuses. Do excuses do anything for you? No. No, they, they do nothing to help us. They will not solve your problem. We're going to look at a guy today that he was a lame man. In fact, let's go there right now in John chapter 5. He's been laying at this pool for 38 years, stuck in a cycle of being lame and a beggar. And have you know Jesus? And I've seen this in the, what's the name of that series, Chosen? I've seen this portrayed out. And Jesus saw him, didn't he? And he wanted to break that cycle in his life. Let's read this. John chapter 5, just to familiarize you with it today as we go through here. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, which means house of mercy, having five different porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. They laid under these porches to get out of the weather a little bit. That was kind of the gathering place for those that were sick or lame. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long, everybody say a long time, a long time in that case, he said unto him, will you be made whole. Would you like to be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked, and on the same day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, It is the Sabbath day. It's not lawful for thee to carry thy bed. Let's look at this a little bit today. <laughs> you know, that last part, everybody's getting, yeah. But you know, here, here God's doing something wonderful. Christ is doing something wonderful in man's life. And there's always someone that's not going to like it, right? There's always got to be that guy. <laughs> someone that's like, oh, look at him. Oh, my goodness. He's healing on the Sabbath. Day. But let's back up here. Here's this man. I mentioned a little bit about him a while ago. He had a, a lingering disorder, didn't he? You've never 
been able to walk, you can't probably value what this man was going through. Anybody ever had a deal where you were, you know, had a knee surgery or something, you couldn't walk for a while? Yeah, yeah. You, we don't appreciate that capability until we can't walk. Now, just recently, I, uh, I don't know if I should tell you all this or not. Y'all want me to? I'll go ahead and tell you. It's just a toe problem, okay? Anybody ever had hammer, hammer toe? <laughs> you ever heard of hammer toe? Anyway, I got hammer toe. <laughs> and it's a toe that, you know, on the knuckle of your foot, it's the one on the, the other side, actually. It raises, instead of being down here level, like the rest of it, it kind of sticks up. It rubs on your shoe, grinds on you all day long. And I went to, you know, just see what the doctor had to say about it. And uh, basically... Uh, not a whole lot. You can have surgery and be out for three weeks. Well, I ain't got time to be out for three weeks, you know. So I'm like, what else can we do? What's the option B? Well, let's just put a little Band-Aid on it, and it won't rub so bad on your shoe. So that's where we're at in that deal. Just uh, now that you know all my business, okay? Uh, but uh, where was I at in this? Back, back to this. this. This guy, it was more than a toe, okay? He was laying, laying there, laying there. Couldn't even get to the pool every year. Now, I, I mean, I've heard different commentaries about the troubling of the waters and the angels, but it was a strong belief. It could have been nothing, but the water, the wind blew through there, and they believed. I mean, you know, belief causes God to do things, and they believed that whoever got in there first was made whole. So guess what? That's what happened. According to your what? Faith be it unto you. But he never could get there. He was always, you know... Uh, you know, again, just, just didn't have a means of getting there. So Jesus, you know, asked him this question. Would you like to be made whole? Jesus entered his world right there with that statement, didn't he? He came into his world. He was moved with... Jesus had such compassion, such love for people. And I, you know, since the Holy Spirit, is, as, as I get older, I, I can see just some little something happening. And I i got a tender heart for people. It moves me, and it touches me. And I, I know even Brother Bob called me last night with a dear friend of his that they had a, a little two-year-old uh, baby drown in a swimming pool yesterday. And that just, I, I can't tell you, I was up at 3 o'clock, I was up at 4 o'clock praying for that family. And Jesus was the same way. He was moved with compassion towards people. And he saw him, he said, well, there's a lot of other people there in that room. Yeah, Jesus, you know, he, he, you know, again, time element, and then the fact that, as we just learned at the end of this verse, the Jews are going to try to shut him down if he does too much, but that guy was his day. That, that particular man, he had a divine destiny, I believe, with God that day, and Jesus said, do you want to be made whole? And his excuse, number one, stop making excuses. What did he say? Sir, I, <laughs> I don't have anybody to help me. You ever met people like that? Just don't have anyone to help me. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then some people play the, the blame game. They blame everybody else for their problems, and they never solve the problem. Amen? So number one, stop making excuses. Jesus didn't listen to it, did he? Not for very long. He didn't even say a lot of words of compassion, did he? He just, get up! <laughs> get up! And be made whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You're done here. You're finished here. Get that mat and get out of here. Amen. Hallelujah. Is that faith? Did he do it? Yes, he did. Sometimes there's a time to confront things, isn't there? And Jesus saw that he was making excuses and he said, get up, get your mat, and let's move on to the next level of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody ever had that happen in your life? When God moved you from one destiny to another, just with one word, get up, move, and get out of here. Hallelujah. I've got something greater. Woo! For you. The cycle breaker, amen, was there in that place. Amen? And he gave him hope, and he gave him inspiration, and he gave him faith. Uh, faith caused that to happen. Amen? Praise God. So let's look at another Situation here. We're going to look at another lady in this this particular text. We're going to move to point number two. Sometimes do we not only have to stop making excuses, but as we just learned, even here, Jesus got aggressive. Aggressive. It's time for us sometimes to get 
aggressive with our faith. Are you tired of what you're going through? Amen. If you're tired of it, get aggressive in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look here. Mark chapter 5, verse number 25. Some of you know this story. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment for she had said, if I may just touch but his clothes, I will be made whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, he turned about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing, but the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, <laughs> came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Wow. Woo! Praise God. Another story of someone. This, this time, you know, Jesus didn't have to ask her, did he? <laughs> She was getting aggressive. She had a need, and she knew she had heard. Did you notice that? It said, and she had heard of this man, Jesus. Here she has tried everything, everything, all the different doctors. And you know, doctors can only do so much. I'm glad I know the doctor, the healer. His name is Jesus, amen? And believe me, in my lifetime of 50 years of ministry, I've seen miracle after miracle after miracle when the doctors had given their reports we say whose report do you believe we'll believe the report of the lord amen every cure perhaps that she tried may have looked promising there may be someone here today you've got something some some sickness some disease and the doctors have given their report and you've tried this and you've gone here and maybe even to md anderson i don't know but i tell you today it doesn't matter what they've said amen Oh, I know the healer today. He's in the house today, and he can heal you completely. I don't care what it is. We've seen cancer heal, healed here. We've seen two people brought back to life right here at the house. Amen? We believe in divine healing. We're not one of those churches that just kind of fudge around the edge of it and talk about it. We put it to action. Amen? We believe God still heals today. He is Jehovah Ropa. I am the Lord thy God that healed thee of all thy diseases. Psalms 103 says it in another way. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name, for he heals all my diseases, forgives all of my sins. Hallelujah. That's the God that I serve. Amen? Hallelujah. That's the God that I serve. She had to get aggressive. How many of you can understand that this was an embarrassing situation for her? In the old Jewish law, she was unclean, and she had to. She could only go to certain social events anyway. So she took a chance and a risk. Even she was ready to do whatever it took to get to Jesus. But when she went somewhere, she had to say unclean, unclean, unclean. Just a, an embarrassing situation for twelve long years of her life. She had what I call today desperate faith. Desperate faith. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'm going to be made whole. That's faith talking right there. That's faith talking. And immediately what happened? She touched the hem of his garment and virtue went completely through her entire body. And that issue of blood was dried up just like that. And she knew it. She could tell. And Jesus could tell. Amen. When you touch the, the master, amen, he knew that it wasn't a touch like brushing someone in the crowd, right? He knew somebody had touched him in faith, and he said, who touched me? Hallelujah. Anybody remember the old song? He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy 
that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know he touched me and made me whole. Wow. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. May have to sing it someday. Hallelujah. He touched her, and she touched him. That's a point of connection, isn't it? Faith meeting God. Hallelujah. So that embarrassing situation, that, that, uh, that situation that had been in her life for 12 years, it changed immediately. That cycle was broken. No more doctor bills. She had already spent all of her money anyway, right? And instead of getting better, the Bible says what? She had gotten worse. But the healer arrived one day. Hallelujah. She got aggressive. Can I, I just see her bumping everybody. Getting, I got to get to, you know, bumping through the crowd, pressing through. Anybody ever had to go through a crowd trying to get one of your kids or something? Man, you're, you're desperate. You're going to get there. Irregardless. And that's the way she was. She was aggressive in her faith. Hallelujah. I've got much admiration for this woman. Amen. Today, many times nowadays, we see wimpy Christians, amen, just accepting their fate. Well, I, you know, I, I guess this is my fate. This is my journey. This is my destiny. No, it's not. No, it's not. God can break that cycle. God can heal you. He can, if you're bound up in addictions, there's stories all over this room right here today of the cycle breaker. Amen. Ooh, get, come on, let's praise him today. That's, you can do better. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You broke the cycles in our lives, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. She said, I've come to touch Jesus, and nothing will stop me. Passive people miss out on miracles and breakthroughs. God is still wanting to move in the same way he did in the early church. In the same way he did when he walked upon the face of this earth. Why is it not happening? Because we are not getting aggressive with God. We're not even, you know, you know, here's the mountain. We're down here. Amen? Not everybody. There are some people, as I said, that have seen miracles in their lives. And healings and deliverance. But man, passive people don't get much, do they? So how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to break through? How bad do you want to break that cycle? I believe we need some aggressive people, amen? amen? Believing that God's word is true, standing on God's word, and said, I believe he's my healer, I believe he's my savior, I believe he's my deliverer, and I'm going to get it, hallelujah, whatever the need or the situation is, praise God. You know, another guy I think of is blind Bartimaeus. There again, there's that label. When we say Bartimaeus, what do we attach with it? Blind Bartimaeus. That's a label we've put on him because he was blind. Let's, let's look here. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people blind. There it is. Uh, even, even the King James identifies him. Blind Bartimaeus, the son. He was known by that. The son of Timaeus sat by the highway side begging, living beneath. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calls you. And he, casting away his garment, arose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What will you that I should do unto thee? The blind man, how I many you know Jesus knew? <laughs> Jesus already knew. Pretty evident. You know, type thing. But he, he wanted to, to get his faith involved, didn't he? He wanted to get his faith released. He said, What is it? He didn't always do that, but we can see two different times here today out of these four that we're going to be looking at. That Jesus asked him, What? What do you need? What you need? What can I do to help you? What will you that I should do unto you? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said, Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. And immediately, everybody say immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Immediately, his eyesight was completely restored. Hallelujah. You know, he... Uh, 
he couldn't see, but he could hear, couldn't he? And he heard the noise that was going on about Jesus. Jesus, he's here. He's coming through. He had heard about Jesus. He had heard about Jesus. And though, as I said, and you know, sometimes seeing, you know, is, is not faith, is it? It's those unseen things that we've got to, to learn to believe God for. Amen? Everybody say, seeing is believing. No, uh, unseeing is, is believing. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. He heard that Jesus was coming. Hallelujah. And he was going to do whatever it took to get his healing. Is that aggressive? Hallelujah. Here he is being rebuked by those standing nearby and told to be quiet. But he got louder. That's for somebody today. Woo, the devil may even be trying to rebuke you. Somebody else may be telling you, oh, that's just foolishness. Just sit down and be quiet. No, I'm going to get louder. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm going to get louder. Praise God. There's some song we sing that says that. Louder and louder. We're going to hear my praises roar. Woo. We need some of that, don't we? Glory. Hallelujah. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning back. Amen. I'm not leaving till God touches me and completely heals me or breaks that cycle in my life. Lastly, today, we've talked about stop making excuses. We've talked about getting aggressive. Third point is let it go. We're going to look at a crippled woman. This is one that maybe some of you have never heard. Maybe you have. If you've read your Bible in Luke chapter 13, you probably have. But let's, let's go there and read this. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. We've had someone that had something 12 years. We've had someone that had something 38 years. Now we've got someone here that's had a, a cycle for 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto him, Unto her woman, you are loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Here's a crippled woman. Let me know you can't see much like that. I can see this plug right here and this carpet. But all her life, she'd been going around looking at the floor, looking down, looking down. That's maybe some symbolism here today right there just looking down 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 and jesus saw it and was moved with compassion towards her just just as i said 18 you know it says jesus saw her she couldn't see him you got that she couldn't see him because all she could see was this the ground but jesus saw her hallelujah how many of you know when you couldn't see him he saw you That'll preach, won't it? He sees you right now, even today. He's aware of your situation. He's omnipresent, omniscient, all-powerful, mighty God. He knows everything about you, your condition, your cycles, everything that, 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 uh, that's happening in your life. Past, you know, He even knew you when you were being formed. David said in Psalms 139, that's how well God knows you. He knows right where you're at today. And you know, he didn't ask her, did he? If she wanted her healing, what did he say? He looked at her and he knew she needs healing. Hallelujah. And he touched her and he said, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. Just let it go, amen? Let it go. There's a message right there. Just let it go. Give it to God. You know, let it go. I know there's some program that talks about let go and let God, right? And some people, you may like it or not, but uh, pretty good words there. Let go and let God. You've tried it. They've tried it. We've all, you know, all this stuff. Why not give it to God? Just let it go. Let's say it together. Let it go. Amen. Praise God. Give it to God and let him loose you from that infirmity. She just let it go and begin to praise God. I want to wrap this thing up today by saying this. Jesus is still breaking cycles today. Hallelujah. You don't have to stay the way you are. Let's say that. I don't have to stay the way I am. Hallelujah. Whatever cycle you may be stuck in today, 
whether it's addiction, healing, whatever it may be, infirmity, hallelujah, God is ready to, to bless you. He will give it to you if he can get it through you. Amen? He will give it to you if he can get it through you. We stop many times the miracles and the things that God's wanting to do in our life just by our reasoning, our lack of faith, our rationalizing, our thinking, no, that's, that's not possible. You know, we live so much in the, in the finite world, we forget that there's another spiritual world out there where God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. So I know he's ready to give it to you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We live too much in the seeing mode, and it's time to live, I believe, in the unseen. God is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above. I've said that three times now. It's for somebody. Three, they say you say something three times, maybe you'll remember. He's still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask, think, or imagine. Let's stand together this morning. The musicians are coming here. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I just want to tell you today, God has a future and a destiny for your life. If you've stuck in a cycle, regardless what it is, the healer is here today. The deliverer is here today. The savior is here today. His name is Jesus. He's passing by this way this morning, and he's here to restore, to renew, to heal, to do whatever you need done in your life. All you have to do is say, Lord, I believe. I believe. I believe. Hallelujah. Your future is greater than the cycle that you've been stuck in. I believe that with all my heart. Your future is greater than God doesn't want you living down here sick and well or stuck in bondage he wants you living he says i wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers lord we just bow our heads today lord in submission and reverence to you that we so many times try everything we exhaust every means possible in the earthly realm, fleshly realm. God, I pray that this message today has opened our eyes to see, God, that you want to do miracles. You want to break cycles in people's lives. It's going to take some faith. It's going to take some believing and seeing God able. According to your faith, Jesus said, be it unto you. Lord, I pray that faith will rise up and those that are here with needs this morning. God, they will see you bigger, able to meet the need in their life and to break the cycle, whatever it is, God. You are able. You're more than able, God. Thank you, Lord. You're here today and perhaps maybe you've been stuck in a cycle of something that's been bogging you down, dragging you down, and you get victory over it perhaps one day and then the next day here we're right back in that pattern right back in that cycle you want to break that cycle today I just ask you to do one thing lift up your hand today and say I want to break the cycle yes one two three four five six seven eight I'm looking to my left any more over on the left you want to break that cycle amen in the name of Jesus I speak to you today and I tell you you're gonna walk out of here changed forever changed forever by the power of God. The things that used to trip you up, the things that used to push your buttons, it's not going to happen anymore Amen. because Jesus is passing by this way and he's breaking that cycle in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As they begin to sing this song, I want you just to ease out from where you're at if you feel comfortable. We're going to pray for you. We're going to do exactly what Jesus did with these miracles today. We're going to pray for you, and we're going to watch him complete that work of healing in your life and break that cycle. People are moving out now. If you'd like to come, please come down here. I want to pray with you. I want to see you made whole. I want to see you delivered. I want to see you set free. I want to see you healed by the power of Almighty God. Hallelujah. There is power. In the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus, there is power 
in the name of Jesus to break every chain, 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 break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, 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 break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain. chain break every 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 chain there's an army rising up oh yes Lord. there's an army rising There is power in the name of Jesus. 
right now, y'all. Oh, I am a hypocrite. Man, I'm a hypocrite. You know, sometimes I feel like when you're the one that holds the mic, sometimes people just think you have it all together and you should never struggle. <laughs> if, any, if you've ever been in any sort of ministerial position, it's like you, you don't have a hard time. You're not allowed to have a hard time. You should have it all figured out. That's false, in case anybody was wondering. False. I have allowed rage, 
hatred, anger, bitterness, and the lies of the enemy to penetrate my brain for far too long. So I'm coming before my brothers and sisters in this church to confess my sins because I want to set an example that I'm setting my shame aside and I'm setting my pride aside. I am done. I have cried at these altars for weeks. I've cried at home for months and I'm done. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So here's step one of this testimony that is developing because I am done and I'm putting it down. I'm putting it down and I'm finished in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Don't be afraid. Do the same. Lay it down. I'm not saying you have to grab the mic. I'm just saying I'm not afraid to stand up here and tell y'all that I got issues. But I want to also stand here and tell you guys that I I am done and I'm putting it down and I need to be held accountable by those who love me. The Bible says to bear one another's burdens and that love covers a multitude of sin. So I don't say this in front of all of you because I want to give you ammunition to judge me in, in your flesh. But I say it so that you'll know when you see me that I've been struggling too. And that I need the prayer and the love of my brothers and sisters. And I refuse to pick this back up. I refuse. Amen. Stay right there, Lisa. So many ladies come gather around her right now. We just love Lisa and Jonathan and her family. My, what a blessing part of this church, Lord, and her honesty today. We know God can begin to work in honesty when we get real with God, and, and it is good to get real with one another. We sometimes try to sweep everything on the rug. We don't want everybody knowing our dirty laundry and all this stuff. We come and we try to put on the finest clothes when we go to church, but I'm thankful today that the Holy Spirit led her to say these things. Maybe you're out there today, and there's some things in your life that you've tried to sweep under the rug. You've been dealing with, but right now, this is what the true picture of the church of Jesus Christ today should be. People laying it down and letting it go. So we're lifting her up. We're standing in her shoes with her. That chain is broken in Jesus' name. Break every chain, break every chain. 
to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. You break every chain, you break every chain, you break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. I just, I, I've been, been holding back from just interrupting the whole service from the beginning. And I just, I know this is the right time. You know, the, uh, I'm going to tell you guys a story. I've seen so many people get delivered or, or uh, get healed. And then they walk out the doors. And then the next thing you know, they're right back where they were. And the Lord's been speaking to my spirit all day this. And this is not Pam. This is the Lord. And he was reminding me about the ten lepers. And there were 10 lepers that went to Jesus, and he healed them, and they went on their way. But one came back, and Jesus said, where are the other nine? But the one came back to give glory to God. And I've seen this over and over, you, and, and I've been healed and not even felt it. But I walked out and I told everybody, I've been healed. Every person you know, every family member you know, you need to go and tell everybody, I was delivered and I give God all the glory. I've been set free and I give God all the glory. Because if you fail to do that, it's like an open door. I don't know what happened to the other nine lepers. But I'm going to assume they went on their way and maybe they got into whatever. But the one leper that came back to give God the glory, I think great things happened in that man's life. And I'm here to witness that I've seen that happen into, into my life. And tomorrow makes the day that my son is finished with his 13 months of teen challenge. 13 months ago, my son was a walking dead man. And I just want to give all the praise and glory. I want to be that one leper that can stand here and say, thank you, God. I'm so thankful for you for healing my son. And I love all you guys. Love you. Hallelujah. Such marvelous words of wisdom right here. Amen. Wow. We're made overcomers. What? By the word our testimony. The enemy is going to try to come and snatch out whatever the Lord has done for you in this place. So you've got to be smart enough. You've got to be aware. Put him in his place. Give him no place. Say, I was healed. I was touched. I was delivered. That addiction was broken. Every time that thought comes in your mind, praise God. This is really hard for me to do because I don't randomly do things like this, but um, I'm just following what God is telling me to do. And while we were praying for Lisa, the words um, of just kind of thinking of childhood came into my mind. And it kind of reminded me of like hurts and stuff that people might be dealing with from their childhood, whether that's being broken. Um, and this would be the time while God is moving to get those hurts healed. Don't be afraid to come up and ask for prayer if that's you. And you, you, you kind of sit there and wonder like, oh, well, I'm, I'm too messed up for God to use me. I'm too messed up for him to, you know, heal me and to um, heal my heart and to heal my mind. Um, so that's just something that I wanted to share. It was in my spirit that God kind of led on my heart. Thank you, Leslie. One was already delivered for hurts and stuff from her childhood. If there's someone else here today, she has defined it today. Just some hurts and things, words spoken over your life and family members and perhaps others that's rejected and caused insecurities in your life. God wants to deliver and set you free today. Hallelujah. I've been going through a lot of things recently. Um, the devil's tried to bring sickness tried to take me out. He's tried to cause all kinds of grief. I've lost many loved ones here recently. Um, there's been a lot of things going through my life and Sandra's. And you, you all that don't know, but Sandra and I have only been married a short period of time, but we've had a hard struggle for this last first part of our marriage. It's not that me and her struggle so much, but it's just the devil has come against us found that it seems like when you want to step out 
and do the thing that God has called you to do, that he has fought us all the way. And he has gotten in our way to keep us from being able to fulfill the purpose that God has created us for. I know that God has always told me to win souls for the Lord. And I know that's soft on my heart, big on my heart. There's nothing more compassionate to me is to see somebody who is completely in the wrong path and then turn their life around and their life gets turned around because they've accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I prayed last week and I've been wearing this bag on me, this thing that's a heart monitor, which shocks me if my heart stops and all this crazy stuff. And the doctors say, you know, they're monitoring me 24-7. I quit wearing it. I prayed last week. I said, I told Sandra, I said, I'm going to stop. I'm, everybody wouldn't let me do nothing. I mean, oh, no, don't, don't do this. Don't do that. Uh, you just sit there. And, I mean, what in the world kind of life is that? I've always been active. You know, and for me to just sit around because I got this bag on me telling me that my heart's got a problem. You know, I know God created my heart, and I know God can heal my heart. And I've been healed before. God has touched my life in supernatural ways, supernatural ways. But I know that God can touch any one of us here, too. And I want a prayer for deliverance of sickness over my life. If there's people that would come, Pam, I would love for you to come. And Terry. Yes. And pray. And Lisa and Jonathan. Yes. Pray over me for deliverance from diabetes and deliverance from heart issues that I'm having. And I know God has already healed me. And I accept it. But I just want confirmation right now that you guys all pray with me pray for me that I can overcome the situation and that I can walk in the purpose that God has created me for and fulfill his service. say this one thing the Lord told me a long time ago and this rings true every time that it comes to my mind your faith is like an arrow or a bullet whatever you want to call it and it hits its target every time every time faith does not miss so you aim your faith what you're believing for today it's going to hit its target because you're believing in the one who made it Hallelujah. Power in the name of Jesus. 
good with microphones, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so whenever we walk out, just every story that, pa- that David said, every one of those people that he talked about, what did they have? They had that belief. They knew that the woman with blood, she, you think that she would have went to Jesus if she thought that he couldn't heal her? No, he, she, she was embarrassed. She was, she was going through, she knew that he could heal. That's why she, she pushed through the crowd to grab the garment. And she, she knew that he could heal and that she had that belief. And just, I want to encourage y'all that uh, don't let the enemy say, start, go sit down, you're, you're sitting down or you go get in your car or whatever you're doing. Don't let the enemy say, are you sure about that? And start putting that, planting that doubt in you. As soon as that happens, that blessing can, it, it, it can be gone. Believe that you are healed. healed. Walk out in belief and know that you're healed. Say it. We say yes. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Cycles are being broken today. Healings have taken place. This is the true picture of your church, Jesus. People opening up and sharing and coming together in unity and harmony. Lord God, I thank you for it. Lord, I pray one more thing today, and I want to ask you today, if there's someone here today, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity right now to acknowledge Him and say, I, I don't know you as my Lord and Savior, and I've heard these scriptures today about Jesus and what He can do in lives, and I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. If that's you, will you just slip your hand up? I'm going to look to my left. I'm going to look to the middle looking to my right today I I want Jesus as my Lord and Savior anyone here today wait just a moment, anyone alright praise God, praise God people have been healed, have been delivered and I'm thankful that we are all saved at the house, amen hallelujah, thank you Jesus thank you Jesus yes, let's just praise him church right now yeah, just, just praise him let's just praise him, thank you Lord for what you have done here. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. 
You've passed by our way today, Lord, and we've reached out in faith. uh, And you've done what you said you would do. It is done. It is finished in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Chains are broken, Lord. Cycles are broken. Bodies are healed in Jesus' name. We break Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You break every chain. You break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You break every chain. Break every chain. You break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. There's an army. Rising up, we are your army, and we're rising up. Yes, Lord, we are your army, and we're rising up to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, 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 break every Thank you. 